Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Vashida. Hi, I'm Gabe. Uh, so yesterday was Comey Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. It made the um, two-hour drive to Cleveland a little more interesting, so I that was good. I would think so. Yeah. Thanks, NPR, for broadcasting that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Very yeah. interesting um, testimony, I should say. Yes. No, I definitely thought so. Yeah. Um, you know, although if you if you read through the stuff that they published in advance... Uh, you kind of got an idea, and it, it was basically confirming all of the rumors that we'd mm-hmm. heard before. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like obstruction of justice to me. <laughs> not a lawyer. I'll leave it to the lawyers, but... <laughs> unfortunately, you're not a member of you the don't need House to be of a, No, I exactly. Was say, you don't need to be a lawyer to, to see black and white either. Like, yeah, you no. know, it's there, so... But, man, Paul Ryan said, it's just, it's just because he was new with this, it's fine. Oh. I'm like, no. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Paul Ryan... Um, came out and, and made a statement to the press, and he said uh, that Trump is just new at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were some people, especially on Twitter, who took serious offense to that. Cause, yeah, because all presidents are new. Yeah. <laughs> like, you still, you're a president. You know what to say, what not to say, what to do, what not to do. Right. Well, and, and specifically, the amount of garbage that they threw on Obama. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Saying that he was too green. And here you've got this guy who He's really has anything. No, no qualifications exactly. and comes in like breaking every rule. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. No yeah. respect for the office, no respect for anything. None. No. My real I question know. is who managed to like wrangle Trump's phone out of his hand because he, he didn't, didn't tweet, tweet the whole time. <laughs> there was a bar in DC. Somebody that was, had to hide it or something. Like yeah. he just had no idea no. where it was at because there's no way he would have gotten through that whole Mm-mm. thing without tweeting not no. once. But he yeah. tweeted afterwards though. Yeah, he tweeted this morning <laughs> at like five AM or something like that. Somebody yeah. finally snuck snuck him with his phone and <laughs> he responded with his usual ridiculousness. But Yeah. They say the guy's exhausted from doing the job, but up, he's up at 5 a.m., uh-huh. you know, composing tweets. Yeah, mm-hmm. he couldn't wait. He could not wait. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the former FBI director um, testified that he was uh, asked, uh, you know, to, to, to drop, drop the Mike Flynn, Flynn thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that was, you know, an interesting point because... I guess the exact words were, I hope you would do this. And, every, right. you know, all the Republicans are like, well, I would hope isn't an actual request. But it's coming from the president yeah, of the exactly. United States. So right. how else do you In take the it? Oval Office. <laughs> exactly. Like, After you yeah. ask everyone else to leave the room. Uh-huh. So, uh, right. yeah, not really sure how you would take that. And yeah. also, like, he's new at it. He didn't know what he was doing. If he, did, if he didn't know what he was doing, he would have said it in the room with everyone else. He knew exactly. he was doing something wrong <laughs> because he forced everybody else out of the room. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I mean... I mean, when you are, you know, not a young guy, a 70-year-old guy who's been running multiple businesses and all of that. No excuse. You know how to have a conversation and communicate something. Mm-hmm. Even you know without saying go, exactly not. what you want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely agree. You know, so. Senator Kamala Harris from California, she says, because um, she was speaking as a former prosecutor and Comey being mm-hmm. a lawyer, and she says, you know, if you had a burglar who came up with a gun and said, I hope you would give me your wallet, yeah. hope isn't the operative word there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me your wallet is. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> no, I liked her. She did a really fabulous job. True. I really, 
but yeah, I, you know, Comey said that he did not want to be in that room. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to have that conversation. And he apparently has asked, uh, you know, had asked to have limited contact with Trump, which mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure is not an unusual request in <laughs> yeah, D.C. Yeah, so he told the deputy, you know, attorney general that he wants to make sure that he's present when they're having conversations with, you know, Trump and right. or when Trump's having a conversation with him. Um, and, you know, rightfully so, you know, at this point... It, who wants to be alone yeah. with him? Real question. <laughs> Nobody. Yes. Yeah, I just found it disgusting how the GOP continued to grill him. And to me, it just seemed like they were just um, further pushing Trump's agenda and just were okay with it. Like, it was right. just extremely yeah. sickening. I mean, Marco so, Rubio especially stuck out as one. So it's like, super dude, irritating. you ran against this guy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, well, why didn't you tell the president that, you know, he shouldn't have or did this? I'm like, he shouldn't have to do anything. This mm-hmm. is the president. He should know. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. 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 On on that specifically, the why didn't you do this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know why why didn't you do that? Why didn't you file this? Exactly. Uh, there were many comparisons. Uh, again, you know, on Twitter, people were saying that hey, this sounds like a, you know a lot like the sort of harassment that women face. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, in in many situations, yeah. uh, especially including you know maybe after an assault when the police I come. I agree. On. Why don't you file? Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and also even. Uh, like, I, I like Senator Boxer, but like the way she took it, like, you're a big, strong man. Why didn't yeah. you fight back? It almost yeah, went into that like <laughs> really rape shamey stuff we do with male victims of absolutely. sexual assault. Sure. Like, you know, but when I was reading, hearing that, I'm like, why, why are you making such a big deal that he's a big guy and he should have been able to stand up to Trump? Absolutely. Like, Right. You're all, you know, it doesn't matter how big you are or, you know, like uh, the person who the did something point. wrong here was right. Donald Trump, just <laughs> right. in the same kind of situation. It was when I was listening to that part of it, I was just like, why? I don't know why we're making such a big deal about how he's like a six foot, like eight. I don't, big I, don't, guy. I don't know about you guys, but I've been in that position before where something happens and you're so shocked and like, uh, call me say you're shunned yeah. that you don't really act yeah. maybe how you should have, or you should, you don't react in a way mm-hmm. that, you know, what it makes sense, but you're just like, okay, like, you know, like yeah. kind of stuck. Like, what just happened Yeah, here? exactly. I don't know what just happened. So, you know, I, I completely understand. I'm sure, you know, the shock of some of the things that Donald Trump was saying, you know, he didn't think maybe as quickly as his, on his feet as he wanted to. Yeah. Like he said, he'll do better next time, but hopefully there's not a next mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with him, there certainly won't be a next time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Um, so as the Comey hearing was going on, I mean, I, I, I felt the the downside to it was, I mean, even as a, you know, Trump-hating liberal over here, I didn't see this as being like a slam dunk. No, no. Know, there was no like, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. This was sort Smoking of confirming gun. what we've already sort of <coughs> thought to be the case. Right. This is going to continue to drag on. Uh you know, many people were saying, hey, until we can replace the House of Representatives uh, with, yeah. you know, with Democratic uh, members in 2018, there isn't going to be a push by the current Republican Party to impeach Donald Trump, no, no. matter what he's done. Yeah, there's never been an impeachment of a, pre- a standing president that had that his his party had the the, cham- the two chambers. So it won't happen with this one either. And it made was made very clear yesterday. Right. Um, but so what that means is, you know, you've got these rep- uh, Republican senators uh, and they're, you know, they're they're basically carrying the president's water in this committee mm-hmm. uh, over in the House. They're the ones who actually have the responsibility with starting articles of impeachment. 
you know, so it's, it's up to them as to, mm-hmm. uh, to maybe, you know, put some actual legal pressure on Trump. Um, so, I mean, they've, they got to buy the balls, <laughs> right? But they don't. I mean, they all yeah. played the game. I mean, yeah, this was 100% a distraction. It was... But they do. I mean, behind closed doors, they do. And so it doesn't do them any good to, you know, to actually kick them out. This is the point now where they make the deal. Uh, and I think this is where Paul Ryan says, you know, hey, you're going to sign anything we damn well want and keep your mm-hmm. hands out of our legislative agenda. Mm-hmm. Which was what was going on in another room just yeah. down the hall yesterday. Yeah. Right. You know, and the Senate's doing the same thing because now they've got this legislation uh, to to rewrite Obamacare and it's in their court, yeah, uh, in their chamber. Yes. Um, and so now they've got the power. You know, they have... Uh, they have that balance of power shift. It's away from Trump right now because he needs to play nice with the legislature. Uh, so I think this is now where we're going to see some shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be good shit. I mean, we talked yeah, about how bad Donald Trump is. The people who are actually in power in Congress are worse by a long shot. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens because what happened yesterday was that they started, you know, behind closed doors just down the hall, they were drafting the next version of the American Health Care Act. And Absolutely. they've now said they're going to sh- ram it through before they leave at the end of July. They're actually talking about a vote on that, like, the last week of June now. Right. Again, it includes the defunding of Planned Parenthood. Again, it gets rid of the contraceptive requirement for coverage and health care plans. It does a lot of really, really bad things. And yet now... You know, the Senate saying we're going to shove this through no matter what. And so I we'll mean, really Donald see what Trump happens. was never against that in, in, in the first place anyways. So Right. But now I, I think what happens now is the people in the Senate get to do whatever the hell they, they want. want. Yeah. And it's not going to be Bannon coming in and saying, hey, well, you right. know, the president wants this yeah. or, or, you know, yeah, some of the so. people. Mm-hmm. Not that they have significantly different... But, I mean, you know, we've even seen down here at the State House how, you know, the House wants one thing, the Senate wants something else, and John Kasich's won a third mm-hmm. thing, so then they have to figure out, okay, Who who's wins? actually going to yeah. win this. Absolutely. And they're not dramatically different, but it might be the situation, mm-hmm. you know, as we've seen, where, you know, last time around, the six-week ban got vetoed and the 20-week mm-hmm. ban got signed. And so now in Congress, they're making those sort yeah. of deals where yeah. it's all bad, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. but it's whose version of bad gets passed. Yeah. Um, what you were referring to, I've got it pulled up right here. I don't know this from memory, but um, <laughs> Senate uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell implemented Senate Rule 14 Wednesday to fast track the GOP House mm-hmm. Health Bill. And so that allows them to skip the committee process completely. Yep. Uh, so they're, they're doing things you know, as much as possible behind closed doors. And while everyone is distracted, like, yeah. by the Comey hearing... Like, Which isn't you know, going to do anything for two years. Like, exactly. This is so the they're, they're playing. once again, able to use um, whatever tricks they have up their sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's pretty much what it is. Right. And mm-hmm. if, all the, if all the reporters are assigned to cover Comey stuff... Exactly. And then all the people are reading news about Comey, Comey stuff, exactly. then you don't have that same sort of... Everyone you call know. Portman and tell him not to sign the, not to vote yes right. on this bill. Yeah, no one's paying attention to what's really happening. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this really has become, you know, not only hey, what's going to go on with Comey? It's you know, yeah. is this the cover for something very serious to remove Medicaid reimbursement for Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. nationally? Yeah, or go after the contraceptive mandate. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. of which would be horrible. Or kick exactly. people with pre-existing conditions off of their health insurance because yeah, exactly. with, without Trump having any power at all in this situation, which he doesn't, you know, they don't have to listen to the promises that Trump made. Right. Absolutely. So, right. Well, and then, you know, 
to pull it back to the States, the same kind of shit is happening here too. So this week we saw the, actually late last week, was it last time? Yeah. The, we saw the um, introduction, the reintroduction for the fourth session in a row of the six-week ban. Um, so banning abortion at the first time a fetal heartbeat can be yeah. detected, which is usually about six weeks, a point in time where but before most women even realize nice. they're yeah, pregnant absolutely. or about the, that time. Um, so again, this was the one that they used as a distraction to give Kasich coverage to sign the 20 week ban in lame duck. So, you know, he got to be this grand savior, not crazy person by vetoing the six week ban while he signed the 20 week ban and then got to claim that he did it because the six week ban doesn't have a rape and incest exception. Well, you know what? The 20 week ban didn't either. Yeah. But a lot of people were so oblivious mm -hmm. to what was going on and what was happening. So, yeah. Yeah. So he got to come out as his, you know, moderate savior that he likes to pretend to be. Oh, so um, it's happening again. Um, So the six week ban is back and... trying to make itself look as extreme as possible and then behind closed doors and, you know, in a sneaky way, the method ban is back. So there's a Senate bill that would basically ban abortions between about 13 and 16 weeks by banning a certain type of abortion procedure. And so that one is actually starting to have hearings. So we've got all this attention on a six-week ban being reintroduced and they're trying to distract away from the other crazy stuff that they're doing. So that'll start next week. Yeah, so the abortion method ban uh, in the Senate is Senate Bill 145. Uh, and so it's going to have its first hearing, which is sponsored testimony, on Tuesday, June 13th, 1015 a.m. in the North Hearing Room of the State House. Uh, it's open to the public, so if you want to come, uh, you're more than welcome to. You can let us know. Um, so this uh, is sponsor testimony. So yeah. it's uh, Senators Huffman and Wilson, mm-hmm. and they're going to come and explain why they feel the need to just, you know, destroy women's mm-hmm. access to uh, mm-hmm. a, a safe and legal medical mm-hmm. procedure. By passing a completely and totally unconstitutional ban. Yes. On <laughs> <laughs> um, pre-viability access to abortion care. So, yes. You know, you got Kasich on one hand saying we're about to go into recession. You know, the Senate having to cut another, like, $400 million out of the state budget because, again, state tax revenue dropped last month again. And now the state legislature is going to continue to pass unconstitutional bans that they're going to have to defend in court. So, right. you know. Right. Whatever. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, to talk a little bit more about the six week ban though, because that gets all the attention just, you know, so people understand the history of it. It was introduced in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I think house bill 125, not that the bill numbers mm-hmm. matter anymore, right. but so <laughs> that version got passed by the house and blocked by the Senate. Then they reintroduced it. It got actually voted down by the house. And then they brought it back last year, and it got uh, passed, but then vetoed. In other states, um, it was uh, ruled unconstitutional by courts from those other states or federal uh, circuits. And then the U.S. Supreme Court had the opportunity to hear an appeal from North Dakota on their version of the six-week ban, and the Supreme Court said, no, we're not even going to listen to this. And so that left that lower court ruling. So now we've got multiple layers um, saying no, these are right. you know unconstitutional that's, proposals, right, um, and so that's that's the six week ban. This new piece of legislation, the abortion abortion method ban, so that three times fast, if, <laughs> just as unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. 
It's a pre-viability ban. There's yes. no medical reason for it. It's an undue burden that does not present mm-hmm. a benefit to women. Yeah. And according to Whole Woman's Health, uh, which is five to three. Yes. So, so this know, new justice doesn't make a difference. Equally unconstitutional. Yes. Still just, you know, a, a test balloon to overturn Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's based on medically inaccurate information. It is based on inflammatory language. We'll hear a lot about ridiculousness next week in this hearing. Right. And again, it's it's another way to um, continue the discussion about the Planned Parenthood videos as well. So, you know, they've been claiming that stuff on the video shows how disastrous and evil abortion providers are and everything else. So that is definitely a big part of, of the passage of this. And just to remind all of our, you know, regular listeners and to let folk, new folks know, I mean, 18 different restrictions on abortion and reproductive health care have been passed by this legislature since Kasich took office. So, yeah. you know, this is just another step on, along that way. I don't understand what is the purpose of introducing all of these bills, um, banning abortions, mm-hmm. and, and, like, for what? Yeah, uh, to, yeah. to placate their base. I mean, it yeah. really is, again, just like the passage of the American Health Care Act. It's to placate the base. It's not to help people well, you know, yeah. or to <laughs> fix course. a problem or to, I mean, it just makes more problems than everything else. It's just a you know, right. concerted attack on access to health care. Yeah. I mean, the only people that it helps are the people sitting in, you know, the comfy seats in the state house. Yeah. Absolutely. And women who are okay with this, in my mind, either have um, no conscience, you're either past, you know, childbearing mm-hmm. years, or you just, you're just as evil as the men who continue to, to push these things through or try yeah. to. So, mm-hmm. I think it's all based on a lot of, like, very simplistic ideas about how all this works. You know, and and not being able to see the larger picture of racial disparities in health and access to health care. That's and because they don't want to see it. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. And, I mean, we saw that in, like, a workers' comp bill this yeah. week where they're going to say that... Um, People um, without documentation, immigrants without documentation working yeah. in Ohio aren't eligible for workers' comp. So if I'm a really bad businessman out there, an you know, evil businessman out there, I would hire all of the undocumented workers I could find because when they got hurt because of my business practices, they can't get workers' comp now. I mean, this is the kind of things that our state legislature is passing, and it'll be interesting to see what they cut next week because we will see the next version of the budget come out next Tuesday. Um, and they had to cut another $400 million out of the yes. budget. So right. it'll be interesting to see all of the programs and all of the ridiculousness that comes out of the budget next week as well. Cause it will just continue this whole notion of that they don't actually care about actually helping people. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we heard uh, from our <laughs> guest last week, uh, representative house, yes. you know, she came in and was just livid mm-hmm. about, the budget that they're pushing on yeah. you know, the people in the mm-hmm. state of Ohio. And that was the House version. I mean, the Senate version's got to cut all this more money out of it. I don't even, I, I don't even want to know what they do or what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll keep yeah. an eye on that. We're, we're always so positive around here. <laughs> uh, and we'll let people know uh, how that all is shaping up. At uh-huh. the state house. Yay. Yay. Um, okay. So uh, should we talk about uh, what's going on? Let's get it on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we have Athens Pride this week. Yes. Um, last week we had Dayton Pride and Pride in the CLE. Um, that actually went very well. Um, two down and many more to go. So. <laughs> yes. 
How was Dayton Pride? Dayton Pride was nice. Um, it was a lot of people. There weren't too many protesters, but everyone had a great time. You know, the weather was hot. Um, As but, always. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that, Pride unless you're sweating to death. <laughs> that sun takes so much out of you, but um, mm-hmm. I think everybody, I didn't see any type of conflict or anything, so it went well. Everybody awesome. had a great time, so. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Annie said that Pride in the CLE, I mean, she had several volunteers mm-hmm. up in the yeah. booth, and, you know, that's the, the first year for that festival. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it went off really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of our volunteers and board members are, are very active with it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they had a good time. Yeah. So Yeah. This week, uh, Athens, this is their first as well, the first Pride. So their cool. picnic and um, picnic slash parade is going to be uh, about from two to five. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So if you live down there, join us. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we when we sent out our uh, first uh, email calling for volunteers, um, you know, we do that every year, and yeah. there's there's normally okay. Here's Columbus Pride, and here's mm-hmm. you know Dayton Pride's you know a, a established festival, and, and Cleveland Pride. This year was the first time where I had people writing back and saying, "Hey, we've got a festival," you know, it, yeah. in Athens, and there was several other, you know, smaller communities that I think yeah. we just don't have time and, and people to get to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, raising their hand and saying, "Hey, listen, we've mm-hmm. got a Pride Festival over here," and it was a community that I had no idea they had a festival yeah. going. Yeah. So <laughs> seeing these start to pop up and it not just being like. You the know. big cities, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And not just being the big cities, um, there's obviously LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, Ohioans in communities all across the state. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> and for them to have an actual organized festival is really yeah. terrific. So yeah. if we couldn't get to your town, um, sorry, but congratulations. Keep yes. doing that. Uh-huh. It's really cool. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so Athens is this weekend. Yes. Um, June 14th at the Rambling House Soda place i have no idea where that is i've never been to it <laughs> it's but. on hudson okay uh, just hudson yeah an old well technically old north columbus just south of clintonville yes okay uh <laughs> you clintonville people um, <laughs> no no not me i don't care where the border is um it's the june reproductive health happy hour mm-hmm. uh so june 14th you can find that uh on our facebook page uh and then the next weekend is columbus pride yes yes Columbus 16th and the 17th. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Cleveland Pride again. They get to have two. <laughs> and then yes. Comfest the next one again, too. Yep. Um, oh, throwing... and Cincinnati, too, right? Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Comfest all in one weekend? Yeah. <laughs> last, last weekend it's of June. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Pack it all in. Right. You're the one driving across everywhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, in, in between though, uh, our friends up in Cleveland at preterm on June 19th have an event called policy and pride in Ohio. Cool. Um, so that might be something worth checking out. So look for uh, preterm on Facebook. I know they've got a Facebook event for that too. Um, and that'll get us to the end of June and then we mm-hmm. finish it up with the budget signing on June 30th. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but on a good news note, that just reminded me, um, Nikki Antonio actually did sponsor testimony on her um, LGBTQ non-discrimination yes. bill this yes. week as part of Pride Month. So go Rep. Antonio on that. I think it's probably this, uh, maybe the third time she's introduced that bill as yeah. well. Unfortunately, it's never gone anywhere. Right. In Ohio, you can get married, but you can get fired on Monday in a lot of places for getting married on Sunday. So Or lose your apartment and not have yes. any housing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. Right. So, big deal. Yeah, I mean that's that's a piece of legislation that even though you know Nikki Antonio is uh, you know is is a, a leader in the Democratic mm-hmm. caucus, 
Um, I mean, that one really should get some bipartisan support. I know that there are homophobic members mm-hmm. of the Probably Republic- a lot more than you think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, but I know that there are Republicans in the mm-hmm. state house that, you know, that aren't, mm-hmm. you know, that are, are normal people. But they don't want to speak up. Or yeah. they don't they're tri- the they're ones, scared of the so. Trump voters. Exactly. They're afraid of their primary. When, if they vote for this, they're afraid of their primary because we have such crazy gerrymandered districts. They don't have to be scared of the Democratic opposition from the left. They've got to be scared from the challenge to the right. It all goes west in gerrymandering. They just got to, like, not hate the gays for one minute and vote for a bill. Or just not hate business for a minute by, right. by allowing about, this discrimination to happen. How about just not hate the economy. people? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. established they don't really care about that. So uh, <laughs> I was trying to make the business argument because they do actually maybe care about that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. when it comes to money, they will. Uh-huh. You're right. Right. No, I mean, that. I think that piece of legislation, it should... Uh, mm-hmm. it, it should go somewhere. Yeah. It might not be this session, um, but damn, it is past time for that. Yeah. So well, we'll definitely keep our eye on yeah. that as it's coming down mm-hmm. the pipeline as well, mm-hmm. you know, the, as the other uh, bills. So. Right. Yep. And Representative Antonio, obviously, is one of our best supporters. So we wish yes. all the best for her. Congratulations on the piece of legislation. Yeah. Um, happy Pride Month. Yay. Um, anything else? <laughs> uh, I so. No, I think cool. that's it. Okay. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.